all of us are constantly creating the physical universe. Okay. And therefore, that larger sense of identity of all of us is what we, I would call divine consciousness. But it doesn't just include humans. It includes everything in the universe. Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Res with, with your, your favorite, favorite host. host, Larry Andy. In it, yeah. Yes, I beat you to the pun. <laughs> okay. Oh, welcome back to welcome this back. first half of our podcast, mm-hmm. our first part, <laughs> the yeah. public part. If you want yeah. to go into deep and the parts that uh, we had to put behind the wall, to be able to discuss things without being censored, but also a great opportunity for you to sponsor our work. You can go to Subscribestar and get the rest of the podcast there. All right. Today we're going to talk about what it means to be human. And it is an article that I wrote all the way back in 2011. And we felt that we should bring it back it's very, very relevant right now. It brings a lot of clarity and wisdoms Indeed. into the situation, into the whole dynamic. It's um, quite interesting to look at this whole aspect of who and what we are, especially now that you know we're right on this like tippy top of carrying out the split. Yes, here on Earth. The split between the light-dark and the light-paradigms. And we call it the light-dark and the light-paradigms because on one side, there are many light beings that want to continue the normality of what we think reality is, which includes um, exploitation, war, suffering, suffering, pain, drama, addictions, a very, very small awareness field, saviors, heroes, martyrs, all of those. It's illustrated by the image with this article and you can, you know, read the article at your substack, what it means to be human. And uh, the image that you have shared with the article shows the light dark world in a sense it's a little tiny bit of the larger earth right you could interpret it that way that's how i interpret it today uh okay you can interpret it that way but it's not the meaning of the painting (laughs) (laughs) okay so what it means to be human i'm gonna read a little bit and then we can talk about it i don't think we'll be able to go through the entire article because it's a very, very full of information article. So yeah, like Larry said, go to Substack and grab this article, read it. And then of course, we will be going in much more depth and a longer conversation. In our second hour. Yeah, in our second hour. Okay. What does it mean to be human? That's a good question. (laughs) Often individuals will say things such as, I'm only human, or "It's, it's human nature to do that. Mostly about negative actions. There is one adjective which is used positively, though, and that is humane. Mm. 
There is so much conflicting information about where we came from. Some say we're created by a god, others we evolved from monkeys, others say that we're a mismatch of alien and earthly DNA material. I believed all those things. Yeah. And our nature, what it means to be one of us, a human being, is riddled with cultural, religious and social programming. I would like to share with you what I understand being human means, also give you a viewpoint as an observer, which is one that is probably different to most. First of all, I see a human being as a symbiotic relationship between a person, and in, in inverted commas in person, and his or her inverted commas body, right? The body, oh, the body, body. Yeah, okay. the body has its own intelligence as well as its own evolutionary path. The body is the most evolved material manifestation of divine, divine consciousness. What do you want to say about that? Just keep going. Well, actually, I wanted to take a little break then, <clears throat> have a look at something that I mentioned. I talked about divine consciousness and the expression of divine consciousness as physicality right? The body being a physical expression of divine consciousness. And then later on in the article, I talk about the soul nature of expression of divine consciousness. When I say divine consciousness, I am not actually referring to what people in many religions call a God or oneness. Um, what I'm actually referring to in divine consciousness is alluding to the, the awareness or the observation that I made about the physical universe being expressions of what we, the closest we could get to is the expressions of thought. So all of us are constantly creating the physical universe. Okay. And therefore, that larger sense of identity of all of us is what we, I would call divine consciousness. But it doesn't just include humans. It includes everything in the universe. It expresses that this creation, I mean, some people call it a matrix, you know, because it's easier to understand that way or a virtual reality, because we get like a handle on what that could be. And um, if we think of it from in those words or in those terms, we could think of reality as the um, consensus agreement of what physicality is. And what's interesting from this perspective is that all of physicality is an expression of divine consciousness, whether it's a tree, a pebble, a cat, a dog, a person's body, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we bring in the soul later on, and that also is an expression of divine consciousness as other, as in me and other, um, because it's a soul, it's a small piece of awareness, compared to the larger universal one, but even in itself, it's massive, right? It, it goes through time and space. It's eternal. You can't remove it kind of thing from existence. Um, but even at that level, you can see that it is also an expression of divine consciousness. 
in, but not from this universe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about that divine consciousness part. Do you have anything to add there? Just my mind is like, I'm trying to think of analogies that uh, simplify it for me. And it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. Right. <laughs> Translate and, it. Yeah. In, in essence, day. you know, I've heard terminology like meat suit, right? Which seems derogatory. <sighs> Very derogatory. <clears throat> it um, seems like it diminishes the divine nature of the absolutely. thing. You know, it's like a thing that we're not like too worried or concerned about because we're just worried about spiritual matters. And, mm -hmm. and uh, the body's like dragging us down. The kind mm -hmm. of a I've theme, seen that a know? lot. Yeah. So uh, we have to like somehow slap it into shape or ignore mm -hmm. it or discard it or mm -hmm. minimize Starve its it. relative importance yeah. or put it on weird diets or mm -hmm. all these weird things in order to have a true spiritual experience of our or human life, body right? Or whatever, yeah. Which always struck me as odd, unusual, or contrary. It is all of the above, in my opinion. Yes, it's better not to put poisons into your body. Sure. But when I say that, a lot of people will interpret that as being, oh, don't eat meat. Depending on their culture, right? Some meat has poison in it. And yes, like meat <laughs> from the factories here in the United States. Yeah, with bad thoughts and bad toxic experiences ingredients and, and bad experiences. And, and all the nasty food they're getting, getting fed. Energy and oil and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and, uh, and an agreement to continue a light, dark paradigm. Yeah. By the experience animals by the animals, right? Yeah. yeah Supporting so, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Less toxins is better. Yeah. I'm not, I don't mean that it's better to like go hunting for toxins, but, um, what I mean is that... Um, but that can be also true for a lettuce. Let's just say that. Okay. I, it's just, it might be a thousand times even more true Worst. for a lettuce. Because yeah. you got to eat a hundred pounds of lettuce. Yes. To and get, you a know, lot of... your two bites of whatever else. And that's a lot of Roundup. Or Roundup. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever comes out of the sky in the form of uh, chemtrail mm -hmm. stuff, dust or whatever. I mean, at some point you're like at a never ending struggle to get to this pure something and Body. you're trying to create like an environment that isn't your environment even mm -hmm. yeah but and all all for the purpose of having a spiritual experience or a higher something experience out of the body experience usually. out of the body experience yeah. or a less body experience right yeah and only just recently i've heard a few comments around the purpose of our experience as a human being is to be here in this body, right? Otherwise you wouldn't have incarnated, basically. And the purpose isn't to get out of this body, to go where you came from to some degree, because you're already from there. Right. You're, you never right. left. And somehow <laughs> in, the, in the middle of this, in the process, we've kind of forgotten. Yeah. Or it's been uh, an experience to diminish the physical experience somehow mm -hmm. i don't know but you understand what i'm trying to say it's like we didn't come to make all that great huge superhuman divine work to embody ourselves in a physical universe and a physical body and have this relationship for it to be not not what we were after right yes <laughs> to, to, to try to do all the work we can to get out of it no i know yeah <laughs> right yeah. Anyway, so that's the last thought about divine consciousness. 
divine consciousness I, I see, it feels, again, the divine consciousness feels like the image to me. It's like there's a spit of it, and then there's the larger, and then the larger. It's like like the Russian dolls almost. It's like um, we we have a portion to experience with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll carry on. It is amazing how many feelings, emotions, thoughts, and states of being are in the bodies alone, including fear of loss, Mm. all of our bad moods due to low blood sugar, or wanting to be with other humans. One little secret about the human body is that the powers that were do not want you to know is that it is the most advanced artifact in existence on the planet, and probably a lot of planets. And when we unite with other bodies to meditate or do energy work, we can shift mountains. We were disabled vibrationally and genetically to stop us from knowing and accessing this ability thousands of years ago. And anyone who reactivated them was burnt at the stake. Oh, yes. I've heard that before. Yeah. So when you unite with others in their bodies, right? Who are also, yeah, in their bodies. Yeah, who are also in their bodies and meditate or have an intent. Focused. A focused intent. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. It's a powerful tool. Okay, and what I've noticed is that that is actually well known, even but other organizations and people um, channel it to empower their own thing. Like I think in the Bible, maybe it says that when three or more meet in my name, I shall be there, that Jesus said that, right? So that's a way to channel it and into a religious, giving power away to others, you know, bringing Jesus in type thing. And I've also seen it a lot in the um, manifestation work. I can't remember his name. He wrote As a Man Thinketh. And he talked about uh, mastermind when so many people join together and think about the success or they are united in physical bodies, right? Mm-hmm. In that intent of being wealthy, then they go off into their daily lives and they become very successful, but they have to meet regularly. So that is being channeled into one item. And in a world theater, we can see that the media is used to unite thought and intent through the news and other things. So making it normal to have wars or making it normal to kill each other, making it normal to be in in absolute fear all the time. And those are uniting billions of people around the world to create and channel that energy of many bodies, right? Many minds, or one mind into one thing and creating that reality, co-creating a reality that's full of fear. And that a lot of investment is put into that because it's not natural to us. It's not natural for us to live in that paradigm of fear and war and power or others. It's not natural at all to the human being. And I go into that a little okay. bit later. I'm not sure if we're going to have time for it, but... Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, the second... Oh, yeah. The second little secret is that we all need to activate our abilities and skills of the human body is to raise our level of it and our vibration. And all we need to do in order to achieve that is to detox both physically and vibrationally. 
physically by what we eat and drink and vibrationally by processing our fear. Now, what I'm talking about here and a lot of my old articles, all the articles I talk about vibration, but a lot of the time I meant vibrational frequency. However, in this one, vibration is the correct term because everybody who's listening to this is of a high vibrational core essence. It's a light worker and a light being. So as you increase your vibration, which is the volume of who and what you are, then you increase the frequency, the frequency volume mm-hmm. of the earth. So, and, you know, how do you make sure that your, your body and your soul are, you know, tip top shape? You detox, right? You detox on a regular basis. And how do you detox your soul or your physical body energies, frequencies? You process your fear. And you can actually go to the um, fear processing exercise. Processyourfear.com, you even have it out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you don't like the word fear, go to the stress one, stress relief exercise. Yeah. So. <laughs> Equivalence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and detoxing, you know, is a process that, you know, you, um, you become aware of the things that help your body mm-hmm. expel toxins. Yeah. It's not like... Um, you just dramatic have to, everything. You it's have like, to give your body a tiny you little, need bit, a little of help, bit of help, and like it will some sunshine and some beautiful yeah. water and the seashore with its negative ions, and yeah. you know, process the fear instead of getting into a terrified state. Allow yourself to process that, which means at the end of processing it, it's not the oh, giant impact on your frequency. It's yeah. the messages. Collected, understood, and done, right? Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Right? Done. Yeah. Not um, um, uh, carried, carried, and carried, and carried, mm-hmm. and carried, right? And also to take into <clears throat> consideration, especially now during the split, a lot of individuals will f- be feeling fear that is not there. So it's actually the human collective because it's being amplified so big. Right. And all you need to do to step out of that is say, is this mine? That's a good start. You, you ask that, right? Is this mine? Is this my physical body fear? And if you get, I don't know, actually, it doesn't generate, doesn't start from me, then ah, I'll just drop it then. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. The person or soul is the most evolved manifestation of divine consciousness as other. Do you understand that part of as other? Um... No? No. So, you experience yourself as Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Larry Larry is separate from the environment. Yeah? Yeah. And Larry is separate, different to Inelia. Yes. Yeah, so that's I and other. Okay, got it. Well, definitely other. Yeah. Of course, when we look around, we see many individuals, including ourselves at times, who do not seem very evolved at all, even though we are... Very, very other. (laughs) No, that's not the right word. Oh, I like that word. (laughs) Yeah. Not very evolved, as in, you know, there is the veil of forgetfulness that comes in. In order to play a game at the level of singularity on this planet, we choose to forget our divinity and our omnipotence. 
actually to work to play in the physical universe, you have to leave your omnipotence behind. Because <laughs> you're playing with others, playing nice. Well, it has to do with the rules of engagement yes. with this physical reality, right? Yes. Right. Within those rules of engagement, if you're just breaking all those rules, then there's no, there's no point, point in having here. a here. Right. Here has rules of engagement. Yes. yes. And those rules of engagement, we... Yes, we can bend the occasion. We can, you know, because it is real. Yeah. But uh, we agreed to work within those rules. We did. So that we have a persistent experience. And if you want to know about the rules of engagement, we will put a link of where you can get them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, a sentient singular consciousness constructs, whether human or other species, by default, forgotten what it is to be source. There are different levels of forgetfulness as we become a singularity, but there's always some level of it. This is alluding to when you, to the <clears> fact <throat> that when you touch into who you really are and trace that energy back, you eventually become oneness or source of where you come from or where everything that you know and relate to comes from. Okay. Most of the, uh, oh yeah, most of the time I have spent as a human being has been a complete puzzle to me. A very unpleasant and unwanted experience at any experiential level. However, what I feel about existing as a singularity, although irrelevant at a personal level, has proven to be very helpful in the job I came here to do. Do you know what that means? Barely. No? It sounds like um, it does not that great, but it's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it's like my experience of becoming is like having a conscious awareness of shrinking my awareness field. Okay, yeah, I get you now. Yeah. And when you shrink it enough, it's like you don't get anything. It's like, what? You're like self-cut off, cut off what? self. Why is this happening? Why are we doing this exactly? You know, <laughs> all these things purpose. like you don't get it at all. It's not that pleasant because it's like very shrunk, tiny, small. But it gives you a good understanding of what the game is like. Because you came in with the full awareness, it would be like even There's worse. No, you wouldn't get it at all. Like zero. You probably wouldn't play the game. Even. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be even be able to get in okay. to play the game. Okay. Yeah. What it means to be human at this particular planetary time space has been more exciting. On the one hand, we have millions of individuals who have incarnated here from other planets and dimensions for the past few decades in order to raise the vibrational level of the human collective. Vibration again, right? Volume. On the other, we have a whole group of sentient beings who have lived off the energy generated by humans for thousands of years. And as we raise the vibrational level of the planet, planet being Earth, which is a very high frequency planet, the entire planet is becoming toxic to them and they are doing everything they can to keep their cattle asleep. War, starvation, pestilence and the fear they bring are completely unnatural to the human species. This is why so many soldiers come back broken people from war zones. We're not built to live in low vibrational environments. And here it would be frequency, actually. Right? Death is only experienced as a body level. The body dies and disintegrates its intelligence, in quote marks, because it's really hard to put a word 
to that essence of the human body, moves on and forms another material body. The being, soul, person, which is a very subtle body that comes from a different dimension, uh, universe, um, not dimension, but universe, can move in and out of his or his or her body and even switch bodies and can reincarnate into a new body once it loses the last one. <coughs> and sometimes they both come back together. So the same, you know, mm-hmm. body and soul continue on in a new body, in a new life. Yeah, it probably takes a little bit of orchestrating. Yes, it does. A lot of orchestrating. So why do these other negative entities want us to stay asleep? Why do they use us as their personal batteries? The reason is that our bodies are the most amazing artifacts in existence. We can not only create things in the material world, but we can even generate enormous amounts of energy and vibration in our physical and subtle bodies. As these negative beings are not native to our matrix, they need to feed on something in order to exist. And that something is our fear and other low vibrational emotions. Other low frequency emotions. <laughs> yeah, I will have to edit this a little bit. Um, well, you know, at the time that you wrote this, you were seeding the word vibration. vibration and it's since definitely seeded. I can hear it come back a thousand times over. Yes. And um, so it served its purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was, in a sense, to see the word create a new expression, mm-hmm. an expression that wasn't really existing before. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, now we're in a different time than this, right? Mm-hmm. This was even before 2012. You know what happened on 2012, right? Nothing. Oh. That's true. <laughs> Remember in 2011, though, there was a lot going to happen on 2012. <laughs> so since that time, actually the period of time 2012 to 2017 seems more of a cuspy time. Cuspy? What does cuspy mean? Cusp. The transition between one and another. Between Well, split, no, split. what happened was in 2011... The human collective and Earth and all the creatures within it decided to have a split instead of having a planetary ascension in frequency and awareness. Uh, it was annoying for a lot of people, uh, but if we did, if we had done the entire planet, we would have violated the free will of billions of people who wanted to continue with a light dark paradigm, like a very shrunken awareness and victim aggressor, savior, martyr. Like all that type of stuff. So we did it, decided as a collective to do a split instead. So that's the main difference. This one, I think I can remember. I don't remember which side of that awareness of the split this article was was written. I don't remember. But yeah, it was other very way, different. You know, other way, what we're talking about is the difference between vibration and frequency and vibrational frequency. Yes. So vibration is amplitude, like how loud. So high and low frequency can be loud. You have strong bass, you could have strong treble. It's high vibration. Mm -hmm. But high vibration doesn't imply high frequency. Right. But uh, the audience that we speak to are all high frequency. So So a high vibration of high frequency is more lighty. Yes, exactly. It's it's louder. Louder, light. 
the dark was also include, increasing their frequency, I mean, their vibration, right. like their loudness. So they couldn't be invisible anymore. I mean, it's right. all... It's like too obvious. You can see it. Obvious. I mean, if you look at any of the past, you look mm -hmm. at the past, past like orchestrations or false flags or whatever, you go like, geez, how could you even think fall you could that. fall for that? It's but some so people are still falling for that stuff today. Right. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it very much depends on what so, you decide your awareness so. field is. Raising the vibration meant it became visible, very visible, both mm -hmm. sides yeah. of this split. Okay, got it. Yeah. As I walk through the city, I am in awe at what we create, from the smallest thing, a light bulb, for example, to the most amazing buildings and all the technology that is used to keep it functioning. Even something like a car is amazing to behold. We, as a species, have created technology which compensates for all the abilities that were taken Bias from us, <laughs> which we thousands of years ago when we became GMO'd. Yeah, right. even though most of us can tell easily telepathically communicate with another individual or group at a distance, phones were created to accomplish this. Even though most of us can tap into the collective data bank for information and skills, we created the internet where we can do just that. Even though most of us can't teleport across the world in an instant, we have managed to create very fast forms of transport. There is much to learn from my perspective of what it means to be human. However, one thing I do know, we are here at this junction of time-space, all of us to be just that, human. Well, high-frequency human in my mind. Well, you know, it's like, it's like some of those dynamics um, for us, yeah, who are listening to this and who follow the events method and who are actually working and investing in our growth, enlightenment, awareness, yeah, for those of us, we're definitely here to be the high frequency being human, right? Uh, as a split, mm, you know. It kind of goes in many different ways, <laughs> many different ways. But yeah, we concentrate on the high frequency part, but also um, to understand that it's not a passive thing. Okay, it's something that we work on, something that it's we we came with the skills to do it. It's not actually that hard when you take it on, you know. It's it must be hard. really very frustrating sometimes for you because it's so like patently clear and obvious right yeah it's like the um the enlightenment you know it's like what do i have to do to become enlightened well that's where you came from you are <laughs> so you put things on top of you to hide yourself from yourself that's all you have just unhide yourself from yourself yeah, yeah. embody your true frequency your true nature mm -hmm. right and yet <clears throat> There's this long mountain to climb. We think. We think. A lot of individuals make that journey, make mm. a journey. Which? Which is a believable story, which mm -hmm. is part of, you know, the events method, manifestation. One, of the, one, of, one of the method. <laughs> methods is creating a believable story. Yeah. One of the things that we do in the method is to create a believable story and reaching enlightenment often includes a journey. So that's valid as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I, I began not understanding it. It's like, why do you need a journey? Just be what you exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. But now I understand why. And that's what I meant by 
by shrinking my awareness, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I, now I understand why those things are necessary for some, right? Got it. Anyways, Human make body. sure to subscribe to Subscribe Star in our channel to find the second part of our podcast. Then, There's different mm-hmm. levels that you can support our work. And in different levels, you get different uh, little items. Some people really like the idea of getting a card reading. It's like, hey, do you want a personalized basic card reading? Yeah. So there's that level. There's a level where you can have that with us. us. That's quite fun. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, So anyways, go to subscribe star. Schools, classes. Us. And uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Do you have the actual URL? Um, What do you mean? To go to subscribe star? Yeah. Yeah, subscribe star in LA Benz. Simple. Does it have .com on it? Oh, uh, sometimes it does, but no search engine anymore needs all that stuff. <laughs> you just type in LA Benz subscribe star and you got it. Oh, perfect. Or you could probably type drive it to the res. Yeah. Oh, look at this. It's ex- or you show could look notes. at any of our show notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to find that easy. You'll be fine in it. Yeah. And then continue the conversation, which will be extremely mind and soul expanding. I have no doubt. Yeah. Because the human body mm-hmm. seems like a simple thing. And then when you start looking, you go like, wow, there's a lot there. Yeah. There is a lot there. All right. See you on the second part. Okay. In a few seconds. A lot of who and what we are is due to that collective energy that we started, right? When more and one or more people unite that field of energy. So mm-hmm. the field of energy, when you have a body and a soul is huge it's powerful the field of energy when you just have a soul is not that powerful in the physical universe not powerful at all 